photo shoot. So we can start doing, um, like how me and the other Diana did, like ads and stuff. and putting our, For uh, sure. So we got to do that. We got to set that up. I got to start this over. <laughs> Everyone um, has a unique gift, and Mike, the creator of the One Life Podcast, believes most commercial. people don't know how to use their gifts or what they are. Mike wants you to see oh, things from a different perspective and be true to yourself. Too. The One Life Podcast <laughs> yeah. unites the world through art, fashion, music, and film. It inspires, motivates, and creates positive energy, Everything love, and compassion to all communities and creates an equal playing field all right, for all. On the One Life Podcast, they cover topics like building relationships, overcoming adversity, Habits of healthy people and much, much more. We only have one life to live. <laughs> Be yourself and Not live your truth. Add the One Life podcast to your playlist. That's the number one in E Life. Available on Spotify, yeah. Amazon Music, Apple yeah. Podcast, and your favorite podcast platform. I was looking through those. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the One Life Podcast. I am Mike MIC hmm. Reed, and as always, we got the lovely Diana hey. from the AV Wellbeing Coalition in the building. <laughs> Diana doing it the Gotti way. How yeah. you doing today? I'm doing amazing. It is the up. end of the year. Let's yes, do it. Yes, you know, let's go out with a bang. And today is a special, special, yes. special, special, special day for us. Yeah, because halves, right? Diana and I brought in our significant others. Yes. Well, we brought in your husband, Brian. Yeah. Hey. And we brought in my girlfriend, Nicole. Hello. You want to go by Nicole or Nikki? Nikki. Nikki. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Darling Nikki. Darling Nikki. <laughs> That's going to be start my. With that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's going to be my new karaoke theme song. Oh, man. <laughs> Anyways, um, we're, today we're doing a, a special show relationships. Yeah. And that's why we have our significant others here with us today. Because yeah. we're going to start talking about relationships. Um, I want to do this on a seriously basis because I think it's important for couples and, you know, um, to talk about the relationship. Exactly. You know, it's healthy. Um, it helps. Um, right. It makes everything better. Having, I always say this. Healthy conversations can change everything. Healthy conversations. Yeah. Yes. You know, um, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, it is the end of the year. I do want to discuss, you know, end of the year stuff, goals for next year. And, you know, let's just jump into it. Let's do it. Y'all ready? All right, guys. Y'all ready to get down and dirty? Get yeah. down. Nikki is nervous. I know she is. <laughs> <laughs> I always say you can't go wrong with your truth, right? Because it's your truth. No, absolutely. 100%. Um, yeah. But how, how's everybody doing today? How you doing, babe? I'm doing great. Thank you for I got uh, a, a workout home. in this morning. Pumped. I'm oh, ready. You ready? 2023. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. How you doing, Brian? How you feeling, man? I know you was a little under the weather, allergies or something. Yeah, it's just a, <clears throat> uh, got a little cold the other day, but I'm getting over it. Just felt yeah. a little craggy earlier, but we were out in the in the lavender fields. I think that 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 was something new for us, right? What was it? It's the lavender field. You know, it's the one, two, three farm. It's out in Redlands. It's actually really beautiful. Um, you know, it's lavender fields and everything lavender there. Um, but what was really neat is that they have this huge maze and it's just covered with lights and you can just kind of walk, you know, in between all oh, wow. the lavender, but it smelled so fresh. It smelled just so pure, you know, like, uh, it's definitely a shift from the AV, but, um, it was kind of chilly. Oh, that, is that the picture? That's like you guys posted? Yeah. Isn't oh. that beautiful? The I thought that for some reason, cause we, cause earlier in the day we was talking about Griffith Park. 
Like, so I thought that's where you guys was. No, yeah, we just decided to do a spontaneous. <laughs> one. I like that spontaneous. That's that's us. Day trip. Yeah, we're always doing it the gaudy way, right? Yeah, I love that. You really Wonderful. never know where we'll end up. Took <laughs> the kids and everyone. Yeah, even the, our new puppy Mello. So he made it out with us, and you know it's funny. We bought him a. a a dog car seat and he's so good about it he hops in so are you guys about to be one of those bougie couples that has the the stroller stroller with the dog no he's actually pretty yellow he doesn't like to be carried a lot um and he does not like the leash so but he's really good about following and um he's pretty obedient in that aspect he doesn't run off he stays nearby but he does not like the leash i mean i'm not mad at him who likes the leash right i know who wants to be restrained exactly yeah but certain places you have to have him on a leash right yeah yeah no again we we were holding him and and (laughs) he kept arguing or fighting us when we would put the leash on um, but he's such a ham. He likes the attention. What, and what kind of dog is it? It's a multi poo. Multi a multi poo. A multi poo. So there's a Maltese and a poodle, and a poodle mix. mix. Yeah. Nice. How old? He is two eight weeks. Oh yeah, two months. His birthday is October seventeenth, a day Tiny after mine. Thing. He really is. Aww. He looks like a cotton ball. Are, so. are, are you guys going to train him? Yeah, so we are we are actually um, in the process of that. He's coming out every half hour. Um, he's pretty good about the mornings as well. But you're doing the training Excellent. yourself, yeah. Okay, not professional. No, Yolo. Why, why that? I don't know. I think I think we got it. <laughs> I'm hoping. Not a German Shepherd. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I had mine sent away to be trained professionally only because he is a German Shepherd. They're they're right. pretty smart, and yeah. I wanted him to listen to the commands when I gave it to him. Like, right. there's no problems. Yeah. No. I think there's there is a little bit of already of uh, problems. Although Maltese or multi poos, they're they're pretty family oriented. They're really smart. Really smart. They're very yeah. smart. You know. Um, but again, he is he's still pretty small. But I think I think we're gonna do it. We're old school. I've never really considered sending him off. You know, so when you're asking, are you attached already? Like you don't want to leave your baby at home? No, you know it's funny because she has a car seat. Yeah, yeah. I well, I know Brian's going to be stepping out tomorrow and doing something, and then I signed up for you know the heels and mimosa class. You know, yes, I did. Shout out to Raina, right? Get our swerve on. Um, But then I stopped and I thought, who's going to watch the puppy? Hey, wait. You know what? Hold on. What's up? I think you should sign up for that class too. Oh, I hit her up about it's, it. It's um, tomorrow. Yeah. Like early in the morning. <laughs> She's not a morning person. It's at 11. <laughs> I think it starts at 11. Yeah. Nikki is not a morning person. <laughs> but the great thing about that is that we will have mimosas. Hey, I you, know. Yeah. I, that, that, I had to take a moment and really consider. But you know what? Uh, even though you're not a morning person, She's a great, she's actually a, I don't know if this is going to make sense. She's a great not morning person. Right. Like, she has this beautiful smile and this beautiful morning voice. <laughs> and she just be smiling. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to get up. Like, you know, it's like, it's so polite. Not she's yeah, she's I'm not, not grumpy. grumpy. Like, she's not a grumpy morning person. I'm just like, okay, we got to do this. <laughs> yeah. Five minutes. Okay. 
We can do this. Five more minutes. Yeah. Are we going to do this? And I she think says, we need to do this. It says five minutes so nice <laughs> and pretty. Like, five minutes, please. <laughs> Thank God no. I have my, my baby. She, I mean, if she wasn't going to school, and I didn't have to wake up at 6.30 every morning, right? I'd be living the life. No, I mean, especially with the holidays, I think for moms, it's it's kind of our break, right? Because I can agree with you. Every morning, we have to wake up at yeah. six thirty. Make get sure everything every, ready. Exactly. Get the lunches ready. Get right. them ready. Right. And, and you're moving so fast, and it's just a whirlwind. It's so true. Yeah, yeah. I'm ta- actually taking it in. Um, we kind of have been sleeping in as well. See, you know, take yeah. The kids are sleeping in. Um, although I am pretty strict about our 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 sleep time, I do put timers. <laughs> you do, and, and you know what? And you should actually thank Nikki right now because she's she's developing these bad habits for me to where <laughs> like today I didn't get up to nine thirty. That's horrible. Yeah. Like my half the day is already gone. Like nine thirty, I'm up nearly up at five thirty. 9.30 is, is way too late. But, you know, sometimes you have to have that balance. It's not that you're doing this every day, all day. You right. know, it's... We're on vacation. Exactly. You have to allow your mind to disconnect and and kind of recharge. But I, I, I get you when, when we're up early. Brian's up like at, what, 3, 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. Wow. Oh, see, I like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but that's because of his work. But right. he's, mm-hmm. you know, we're usually in bed by 9 Nine thirty max, and oh, okay. we're out, right? So by like eight thirty, we're unwinding. I have a timer, so then we're like, okay, you guys, start getting ready, get everything for bed because they're up by six thirty. Oh, excuse me. So we are pretty disciplined in in that aspect. So right now we're taking it all in. We yeah. slept in. Yeah, you woke need up. that downtime once in a while. Yeah, usually exactly. I like to get up early too and make the most of out of my day. Right, but it's the end of the year shut down. I think my body's feeling it, so I'm just taking advantage of that. Yeah. So, let's talk relationships. Relationships. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we decided to do this because, um, again, you know, healthy conversations are really great. And I think a lot of couples, I mean, it's especially us, like us four, I think between us four, we've had a lot, a lot of experience, you know, in relationships. Like, you guys have been married, what, 16 years? 16, yeah, 16. Yeah. 16 years. Congratulations on that. That's, Congratulations. That's, a, that's an incredible accomplishment, yeah. by the way. It is. Thank um, you. Nikki and I both been in uh, marriages, long-term marriages. Like, she was in a marriage. Well, know. we were together overall for over 21 years. Yeah, 21 I met years. him when I was 18, right. and um, he was 23, and so... Um, I had our first child right when I turned 20 and we kind of grew up together and became parents together and went through our 20s together and our 30s together. So, um, yeah, a lot of experience there. Yeah, and, and so, and it's crazy because me and Nikki have so much in common because <clears throat> with my, my ex-wife, uh, we, I, we met when she was 18 and I was 19 and, you know, we was married for and together over 24 years, you know, and we're still great friends. And, you know, uh, we had our two children together, you know, we kind of grew up together like, like you guys. So yeah, between all of us, I mean, we just have so much experience and that's why I kind of wanted to do that. Cause a lot of couples, um, they're out there struggling, especially nowadays during the holidays. It's right. so rough. Yeah. This is the, the most holidays. stressful time of the year. Yeah. You know, and 
I want to do this is only because, again, healthy conversations help everything. And if you just, you know, kind of have these conversations with your partner, your significant other, whoever it may be, you know, uh, and just learn, even learn it from other people like us. You know, mm-hmm. like tell, like we always say, telling our stories, you know, you never know who you're going to touch. And hopefully, you know, one of our stories can, you know, um, inspire somebody, inspire a couple, you know, and, you know, because we've all obviously been in long-term relationships. So we kind of know how to, you know, get through it, the struggles. And it is a struggle. It it's is. It's not easy. Yeah. I always say, um, you know, perfect couples, please stand up. And they don't no, no, because no. it doesn't exist. Sometimes we try to, you know, reach something that's impossible. Mm-hmm. You know, um, sometimes people say like, oh, you guys are, are have it all figured out. Everything is, is good. It's like, n- no. We are learning every single day. Oh, yeah. we. But not only that, but I think with time, we change, right? Like what you were saying, um, you know, we also had our our first child at 22. I was 22. And um, he was 23. We kind of did, you know, uh, raise ourselves and and our our son at the same time. And um, so I can totally relate to that. But I think what's, um, what's worked for us is the friendship part. Mm-hmm. We really never stopped um, being friends. We love hanging out together, joke together, um, you know, really listen to to each other. Even today, I knew he, there was something off and I was already like channeled on like what's going on. I know you're off like and he even said, like, you know, thank you for for having my back. And and I think that that's that's key, especially at, at these times. Right. Yeah. Right. Tuning into your partner and knowing what they need from you. Yeah. That's why, um, you know, like when I, I came in today, I thought, I found a few notes and I said, you know, listening. You know, like uh, sometimes we think, oh, just by being an ear. No, you have to be present, right? Yes. Being able to to connect with what the other person is saying. You know, I, and I think that, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I did a post earlier, in, in, in a quote from um, Abraham Hicks, she's like, or Esther Hicks, I should say. She's one of my favorite um, people out there that does um, inspirational stuff that, that's very knowledgeable about, knowledgeable about law of attraction. And she said it's not about action, it's about um, vibrational alignment. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think people know that right off the bat, like, you know, even like with Nikki and I, um, it's funny because she teases me a lot about, you know, how fast we started and how, how we are right now, right? But it's like I knew, like, like I knew with my, my first with my um, ex-wife, like I knew, like, that relationship, right? Like, so when I met Nikki, I knew right away, like, she was it. Like, it was just that uh, vibrational alignment. Like, I just felt her energy. I felt her vibration. And I knew, I knew we was on the same vibration. And it's funny because this morning um, she texted me about uh our angel numbers like because we continue to see ever since we met we continue to see like these angel numbers it's just constant if, if you guys know anything constant. about angel numbers like the you know one 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 two 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 four 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 and all those those numbers um yeah like every number means something to us and it's crazy how it all just aligns not only that it's your um lucky numbers right and your your birth uh, month your birth mm-hmm. day consecutively that keeps popping up right so it's the numbers that just appear to you on the so day. an example would be and and 
when I'm falling asleep, my mind, there's just so much going on. So I, I, it takes me a while to fall asleep and just process my day, process what I'm thinking. And um, as I was falling asleep last night, it popped in my head. The time that we had our first kiss is actually his birth month and birthday, 208. And so I was like, did he realize that? Because he made this whole thing and he posted it on Instagram, like the, the, the morning after our first kiss, which was really romantic. But um, I text him in the morning, like, hey, babe, did you, did you uh, realize that? And I didn't. That, but see, that's, that's the goal show is like how the universe and how everything is just aligning. Like, I didn't. I had no clue. Even when I did that Instagram thing, like, I knew what I was doing then, but I didn't realize it was my birth day and month until she texted me this morning. And this there. happens all the time. I'm not, I'm, I'm not just bringing it up because it's a random thing. It happens, like, daily. We can be talking about something. Like, I think, like, even, yeah. like, last night, like, we was, after we had watched the movie, we was talking about something. And, and this happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're having a conversation about us or something, like, kind of important. Deep conversation. Deep conversation. She'll look at the time, but, like, they look at the time. And, like, last night, it was, like, one eleven in the doubles. morning. Double, double. Always doubles. It's always like Every 11, single time. 11-11. It's always. Yeah, and it's see, crazy. my lucky number is six. And... I, we're hitting 222 all the time, yeah, and you add all yeah. of those up, and it's, it's six. six. And my lucky so, number is two. So that's it's <laughs> if crazy. someone out there can help us out with yeah. <laughs> figuring out what all these numbers being it's, thrown at us means. Constantly in our face. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, <laughs> it is funny. As, as Diana was talking about earlier about listening, it's crazy because sometimes you have to listen to life as well. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's not just listening to somebody else, but pay attention to being aware of things that are going on and mm-hmm. blessings that are coming through in life. Right. No, that's true. I mean, and that's why I think Nikki and I, uh, we, we pay attention to the universe. Like, cause you know how they, they say what you put out there, you get back. Mm-hmm. So you got to pay attention because you, you're going to get that back. You got to pay attention to the universe and the signs that's around you because the universe is talking to you. That's, that's what crazy, I believe. Yeah. I don't know. I think when when we started dating, we were not even focused on any of that. So that's well, why it's interesting. You're in your 20s. Yeah, right. yeah. it's yeah. also a different thing. You know, 40s, 50s. It's a completely right. different right. time in your life. And yeah, compared to your 20s, it's it's a whole different person. And I, and I think like like with us, and this is why I love these conversations because we have different aspects, different perspectives, we do. everything, right? But I think for like for us, because we both was in long term marriages, right? Dating at this age is hard as fuck. <laughs> and I, I it's like very oh, hard. I've been I've been single for like the last three years, right? And and I love relationships. Everybody knows that I, I love relationships. I try to be by myself. I don't like it. People was like, Mike, you was married for so long, just be by yourself, blah, blah, blah. I tried it. I don't like it. I know what I like, especially at my age. Like I know what I like. And she knows what she likes. And it was crazy that we got together and we was like, we both wanted the same thing because we've been, both been in this long-term relationship. And, and I do want to say this. When relationships don't work, it's not a bad thing. Right. Right. Like, right. You, like for me, and, and also because I'm older now, I look at things from a different perspective. Like, just because a relationship or a marriage didn't work, you still have to appreciate what you had. Yeah, like right. It's like it's like how that saying I'm always saying is better uh, loved and lost than not loved at all. Like 
you at one point loved this person. You guys had great times. It didn't work okay, whatever. You know, everybody's in your life for, for a period of time. You know, every, right. nothing lasts forever. And that's the one thing that people forget. Nothing lasts forever. This microphone doesn't last forever. At right. some point, it's going to, you know, I don't know the correct terminology for it, but it's going to disintegrate. Disintegrate, yeah. <laughs> but nothing lasts forever. So when you have that understanding about life in general, you know, I think you can get through it a little better. Yeah. So even like what all my past relationships, like I appreciate them. I don't hate none of them because it made me who I was. It grew me to the person I am. And I think she feels the same way. Forgive me if I'm speaking for us. And and when we first got together, like we discussed all that and we both want the same thing and it, and it led us to each other. And, and that's what I believe. Yeah. No, it's, and it's funny because I, I've always said that about, you know, dating. It's going to teach you a lot about yeah. what you like and who that person is, you know, but you have to be open to say no, right? right? And to say, I, I really don't like that. Mm -hmm. But that's really what dating is. You really can't mold that person to become what you want them to become. Exactly. Because if not, you're going to fail. That's where a right. lot of, I think, relationships, you know, come with a lot of resentment and then become very toxic because right. you're so focused in changing that person to be who you want them mm -hmm. to be instead of saying, you know, this really isn't for me. Right. And it's true because with, although, you know, I didn't date crazy before I, I, I met Brian, um, he really was my first real boyfriend. Um, you know, I really never stepped out or went on dates or did any of that. I think I was very young and I was kind of getting to know the kind of guys that I for sure did not want to date, you know, like, right. and that really helped me. And I think, you know, that's the advice that I do give my friends that are dating or, um, that are kind of figuring themselves out. And when you say, as you get older, you kind it, it can be a little bit more challenging because you're set to to um to away but i don't think it's that i think that you've really been in touch with who you are mm -hmm. you know and you come to a point in life that you know what you want right does and that make sense no it does because actually yeah. i told her this last night um i said wow i'm glad i didn't settle Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you do yeah. date, you go on <laughs> exactly. all these days. And, you know, and, and there's a lot of qualities. Like when you go on a date with somebody, you see things. But it was always that one thing mm -hmm. that with, you know, everybody that I went out with, that it was missing. And I felt it. And I'm glad I didn't settle. And not saying that they're bad people because they're right. always super cool people. Right. It's just, it was just missing that one thing. Right. And that one thing is very important. Mm -hmm. And I saw her telling her last, like, like wow, dude, I'm glad I met her. I'm glad we're together because I'm, I'm glad I didn't settle. Yeah. You know, you just got to have patience. You really do. And you have to be okay with saying that's just not for me. It right. doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with that right. person. They're just not the right person right. for you. And I think with COVID, it really put that into perspective for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Because now we're in a world where everything is shut down. Right. Right. right? We can't really mask what we thought, you know, our, our relationship really was. Now we're in a room with mm. this person 24 hours it's like dane i really don't like that about you right <laughs> or dane i really do love that about you why haven't we done more of this you know but i think sometimes um you know with dating now with social media it can be challenging because everybody wants to have that you know that it factor or or have or be that couple that's doing this or not doing that sometimes i think with brian and i what what kind of really works is that we do what we like. 
Mm-hmm. You know, not what other people are doing right. or what works for everyone else. Exactly. But with relationships, we have to be open to to listen to what that other person is telling you. Because if you listen long enough, you're going to really come to an agreement with yourself. Do I really want this long term? Right. You know what I mean? Is this really... And the- not only listen. Exactly. Take that extra step after listening process everything mm-hmm. and then put it into action exactly because mm-hmm. action speaks louder than words oh yeah, oh, yeah. it's so funny because well, yeah. i've always said that yeah well words i say this all the time words have words have no value without actions oh yeah they literally don't it's so true you know and not only that but to agree to disagree yeah how can you channel through that and especially in relationships you're gonna come to a point where yes. you're gonna bump heads be like, yeah. I really don't like that. You, you know, gotta pick your battles mm, to win the war. Mm. <laughs> you know, the one thing I've learned over the last few years about relationships is that <clears throat> one, like you touched on this, Diana, um, you gotta, and this is just in any relationship, business wise, friendship, any relationship, you gotta accept people for who they are, not who you want them to be. Right. Right. You just touched on that. And even in relationships, and we talked about this, I think on our, our first uh, <coughs> meeting, um, I said meeting, date, <laughs> outing. Outing. Well, <laughs> um, I, I told her, I said, you know, the one thing I believe in relationships, what I learned is that I can't make her happy. She can't make me happy. Mm-hmm. Only thing she can do and I can do for her is we can add happiness, value to each other. We can add happiness yeah. to each other. We can mm-hmm. add love to each other, right? Add that value to each other. You know, she's going to continue to walk her path and go on her path. We all have different paths. She's going to continue to go on her path. I'm going to continue to be on my path. We're just going to be exactly. walking this path together side by side. Yeah. And that's what makes a great relationship. Yeah. And if you can understand that and, and follow those rules, a relationship can go as long as for, forever. Right. I think that's the confusion with relationships that, relationships that people have is they expect the other person to give them their happiness. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which that's that's not the role, you yeah. know. It's it's up to you to g- provide that happiness for yourself, exactly. and likewise on the other end too, so that way you guys have a better build together. And you know, it, it's funny because we always like we're, you're so used to saying, "Babe, you know, you make me happy," right? And I'm trying to get out of that mindset, I you know, because I, I think lately, like I've been trying to uh, say more of thanks for adding that happiness to me. Thanks for adding happiness to my day to day. You know what I'm saying? That's, I think that's a better mindset because when you say, oh, you made me happy, it's like, no, you, no one can make anyone happy, right? They can yeah. add happiness to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's a mindset. It's a, just looking at it from a different perspective. Right. Yeah. Like they, they say, you know, somebody can't make you mad. Right. You allowed right. them to yeah, be mad. You allowed right. that. You gave, gave, gave them permission to make you mad. Exactly. Right? Yeah. 100%. That's why I always ask people, what is it that caught your eye? What was it? You know, even when they're struggling or having hiccups in their in their in their relationship, I always ask that question to my friends or to, you know, people that might be just asking advice or I always say, What what was that? Mm-hmm. You know, save for that moment. You know, um, what was it? Like you're saying, they really can't make you happy, but something that they do does bring you joy, right? Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. So always channel that. I mean, we really yeah. never stop dating. We, when we... Uh, That's really good. Yeah, yeah. We, we really don't. Even to go to the grocery store, you know, it's Costco something... That, runs. Yeah, anything, <laughs> anything... I love that, yeah. ...that we, we really do. And even sometimes are like, man, you guys are always together. You know why? Because I enjoy his time. 
I enjoy his company. I really do. And and we laugh at the dumbest things. <laughs> you know, when, when, Nick, when Nikki and I first yeah. met, um, she was at my house, and she, she don't live too far from me. She lives, like, literally down the street, um, like, maybe, what, 10 minutes? It's 10 minutes. It's 10 minutes, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, it don't seem that far, though. It really don't. But anyways, I remember the first time um, she was at my house, and uh, she had to go run home for something real quick. She was like, hey, I'll be back. And I was just like, hey, you want me to go with you? And she's like, really? She's like, why? And I was like, I just like being with you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just little runs like that. Mm-hmm. And it, it shocked her. But I was like, like how you yeah, said, I, I just guard. like, yeah. I like her energy. he was all comfy. Yeah. And he was relaxed. And I was just going to do something really quick. Yeah, she was, was like, like, I'll be right back. And I was like, I'll go with you. Yeah, yeah that was But it's sweet. just that time being with her. Like I, like, I tell her all the time, like, I, I love going anywhere to the gas station. Huh? So, no, I'm yeah. going to go to the gas station with you. I'm going to pump your gas for you. Right. Right. So I, I trip out on people that have uh, are in marriages and the husband's always golfing and the wife is always shopping or doing their errands and it's cool to have your own moments and time. Right. Right. But it that's pretty much the relationship. It just doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Yeah. yeah. It's well, any, go ahead. You know, <laughs> activities like that, they um, kind of band aid the the artery that's bleeding out. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I'm kind of guilty of the whole shopping thing as well during the end of my marriage, you know. That, w- that was a big thing um, that I enjoyed doing to kind of gl- um, gloss over the, the problems, you know. Um, so, like you went back to when we were going through COVID, that really shut everything down and made you face... Uh, the nitty gritty of what your life really is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a lot, a lot of men who who go golfing or or just you know hang out at the bar or you know go yeah. out for a guy's trip. I think um, it's it's a little escape that we do to try to balance out um, a relationship that isn't functioning the way it should be. And, and and you're right. Both of you guys are right. And I think with with that, I think it's okay to do that. Like if you need your space, right? It's right. okay to have space, right? Um, but at some point, you should come to the table and, and have the conversation because if it's if you're just changing your whole relationship and doing that, then yeah, at some point the whole relationship is about to fail, right? Yeah. But and I think that's what most couples do. They they band aid it. They go about their own business. They they go do these you know activities by themselves, and all they really do is just come home, sleep together, and you know they don't really talk either. Right, right. Like and the that's conversations where the whole are listening done. and communication. Yeah. yeah, that's key. Yeah, that's very key. So um, I, I do I do believe in having breaks. Like if you need a break, go shopping, go golf, <laughs> go do what you got to do. But we are going to come to the table and talk about this. Especially if you want the relationship. Yeah, I mean, like for like I was saying, Brian's gonna do a, do something with with his friend on on Saturday, and he invited me and was like, "Hey, do you want?" I said, "No, I think it's good that he has a little bit of time for himself, and then I'm gonna take that time and actually not do just something that." benefits me but that benefits our relationship you know and the heels um the reason why i was so intrigued by it is because it's a women empowerment yeah 
you know, like mm-hmm. and allow giving us that umph to give it back to our relationship where there's other activities that take you away from that relationship. Yeah. And it's funny because last time I was I was reading my book again, um, you know, like finding my people and it actually highlighted um, about that, that we are meant to be with with um with people we're really not meant to be by ourselves it's good to date right um and just try to figure out what it is that we like but at the end result is marriage you You know what i mean you know what it's crazy because um a a a what is that term when you have a ceremony in front of your loved ones and you exchange rings but it's 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 you're not getting married. You're just um, letting everyone know that you're An with engagement. A, no, it's um, some, I forget the term. Almost like a. Oh, you know what? I know what you're talking about, and I, the the I, the word is on the tip of my tongue. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a. Uh, <laughs> I hate this shit. But that's uh, actually interesting that you do bring that up. I mean, why not that, why not have marriage? Well, see, there's many people who, who don't want to get married. They've they've had the children, they have gone through um, you know, marriages, they're in their own uh good financial position. I'm this is speaking from a, a female's perspective. And maybe you have your own property. Maybe you have your your own um, things you've built throughout your life that you don't want touched by a spouse or yeah. a significant other. But you are dedicated to the person. You do want to spend the rest of your life with that person. Mm-hmm. You just don't see marriage as such an important thing anymore, more of maybe a piece of paper. Because mm-hmm. it's really yeah. no, and, and that is true. Because a lot of people, because divorce honestly can be an ugly situation, especially with the laws. Like the law, and I think it's the laws that make up that make divorce so ugly. Because me personally, just from my my perspective, I don't think it's fair. I, I, some of the things is not it's just not fair. Like mm-hmm. you know, um, but that's just from my perspective. Um, and everybody's situation is different. Um, I actually had a. a, a I ain't gonna talk about it. But um, <laughs> I just don't think it's fair. And I think a lot of people look at that to where they just don't want to go through that process because it can be an ugly process. And no one wants to really go through that. A lot of people are traumatized. Yeah. A lot of, um, well, I know a lot of men who are traumatized by di- being d- getting divorced just mm-hmm. because they got screwed over in the system and they, and they lost half of their wealth. And they may already be in their 50s, and they have to start all over again. So they're not looking for a wife. They're looking for a life partner that they can share themselves and what they have to bring to the table, but without any um, legality attached. Right. Mm. I think if you have that in the back of your head, then marriage isn't for you. Right. Because you're you're just leaving the the door cracked open. Mm. So uh, divorce will... Creep in, you know what I mean? But, you know, it's kind of like what they say about, you know, family, right? You don't have to be blood to be family. I I look at marriage the same way. Marriage really really is a piece of paper, right? Because it really is about you too. It's not about the piece of paper. 
Because you, you can still have that marriage and lifestyle without that paper. Right? Right. Because you guys make it. The, the piece of paper doesn't make it. No. Right. The ceremony did make it. You guys made it. Right. So Nobody I mean, tells you what, yeah, what is I mean, what. You know, right. We say what's what. You're making it official with a piece of paper, but at the end of the day, it's you guys. Without the paper and all that legal stuff, you're still married and still have that relationship and that connection. Yeah. I mean, of course, I, I mean, it's, I, of course, I do want to agree. Um, but the way I, and this is just my, my point of view, my perspective, the way I see it is when you are going to be committed to something, you're going to work on it regardless. Yeah. And that's why I say it's very, very key and important to really know what it is that you want. Right. You know, like, and to make that decision. And, um, and maybe this is just the way I was, I was brought up, you know, that marriage is something that you respect. It is something that you work on. It's not going to be perfect. Um, but it doesn't mean that you can't navigate through those, through those hiccups. Um, so I, I understand, um, how that can work for some. Um, and, but I, I think that it doesn't really hold that commitment, you know, like to kind of push you to work through it. You know, like I always say, we're, we're not perfect. We've had so many hiccups, but we've been able to, to maneuver through them and to work and not give up. And friendship was the biggest thing. And that's why through COVID, what we did for, um, the first time in a long time was talk. We really had long drives and we would just really talk about everything and everything. I really like that. Honestly, and and that's something that a lot of people really don't do. You know, like I think Brian knows me the best above everyone. I mean, he's seen me at my worst. He's seen me at my best. He's seen me where I've just been gliding through life, you know, but never really put me down for it. We were able to talk about it and get through it and be supportive and that's why i think to me marriage marriage i always say this it's not for the weak it's really not and you know what it, and it's not and, and i want to say something because I, I don't want you to think that i'm minimizing marriage oh not I at all i love right. marriage because and i think yeah me, i love me and her talk, too and even i though, believe in marriage and um i mean that's just how i was raised mm-hmm. and e- even though like i didn't i don't think any of us get into a serious relationship or even marrying a, uh, a significant other with the intent to get a divorce later. We all get into it thinking we're going to die with this person. And I think we all give it 110% and have the, the best intentions in the, in, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, um, But things happen and things work out a certain way. And, and we are individuals trying to be one person. So... I never thought I'd get a divorce. Like, you don't do that in my family. Mm-hmm. So it was really, really hard to finally make that decision. Right. But it didn't taint marriage for me. Right. I right. am open to, to, and I know I will one day marry someone else, and, and that'll be it. <laughs> yeah. There so, is, so is someone not me? Huh? Huh? What did you say? Is someone not me? <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think she was saying that. But I'm it's with it right it, now. yeah. No, I didn't hear what you said. Because <laughs> you said someone. I said it's not me. I don't know, babe. We gotta <laughs> we gotta hit the one month marker. Let's do yeah. that. 
Yeah. No, and it's, I'm messing with you right now. I mean, even with with Brian and I, we we really kind of jumped right into it. Um, I don't think we dated more than a year when we were already pregnant with Ethan, with my son. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. we really didn't date for too long. Um, I think we jumped into it, and we were inseparable inseparable i think since day one yeah but we knew each other for a few years before we dated uh, at least two years yeah and then and then we'd start dated and got pregnant got married Some, uh, but something we, like that i felt like I, I knew you right i think we knew uh, enough of what we wanted right you know like and i knew what i didn't want because i had navigated through you know through certain hiccups with with um with you know a previous previous relationships, so I really knew what I wanted and I, what I didn't want. And Brian was was different. And again, the friendship part was was everything was everything to us. And I think that that's what's helped us stay together so long and even channel through certain you know like um, I again my my word is hiccups because we're not perfect at all. And if if people say, you know, like, oh, our relationships last because we don't have problems, that's false. Right. You know what I mean? Because Everyone has problems. Yeah, that, like that doesn't There's exist. No it. Yeah, that's that's how you grow. That's how yeah, you learn. You really do. Then you really, like, um, you know, a friend of mine uh, said, you pull out your piece of paper and your pen and you take notes. And you learn what you don't do. You know, you learn what that other person likes and their dislikes. But if you want to continue to try to change that person, you're always going to run into that wall. Yep. I loved what you said about Brian a little while ago. He was going to go with his friends, but he asked you if you wanted to join them. And yeah. I thought that was, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Like the first, one of the first things that probably popped into your head is, oh, would my wife want to, want to join us? Mm -hmm. You know, that really shows the friendship there. Yeah. yeah, I think it's important to do things together, you know, <clears throat> because um, it was initially it was going to be me and my friend we were going to go uh, go shooting, and um, I I think it's an it's not just a guy experience. I think it's an experience that uh, we all should experience, you right. know. So I extended an offer to her, see if she wanted to go first. Well, I, did, I think I just told you we had we had we talk all the time. <laughs> I just told her uh, yesterday that anytime I go to an event or anything, she's you know the invitation is always open to her. Right. Like I don't yeah. mind my girl next to me no matter what. Yeah, and it's funny because some relationships don't like that. Yeah, they don't. And I think we, I commented on that. I said, you know, when we do step out into into the public, I want us to be with our significant others yeah. because that's that's the reason why we're we are in relationships right. and if you're going to build an empire if you're going to build something who are you going to build it with right it's going to be with your your life your your life partner right you know like when there's when there's things that you can't figure out who's going to be the one navigating through all of these issues with you it's your your, your spouse yeah like i mean everything everything for me is i want to experience everything with her that's why I, t I told her, like, she can go to my meetings if you want to. Like, I don't care. I think like, you, you told me, like, in the beginning, babe, you yeah. you were open to that and having me there for everything. Yeah, because, again, like, if we have conversations at night, you know, you're informed about one, you're informed about everything. Um, mm -hmm. But I can talk to her about it because she's there, like, experiencing it mm -hmm. with me. 
Yeah. So it's just not, so it's not like she's clueless, like, well, I don't know, babe. I don't know what's going on. Like, but yeah. she does. And it just makes a healthier relationship, in my opinion. It really does. And I think that we can, we can agree to that. Yeah. It's important to include each other. Yeah. When you can, you know. Yeah. I feel Brian in on everything. <laughs> but great. it's but it, it really is because who else is going to know how to help you navigate through things mm-hmm. if it's exactly the, right yeah. it's your it's a person you chose to be with you for the rest of your life that's why i say dating is very important and ask yourself that hard question can i see myself with this person for the rest of my life right. and i think a lot of women um, around my age who are getting back in the dating game and we're realizing it's a completely different type of scene. Mm-hmm. And I never got into the the dating apps or anything like that. They were just a little too scary for me. I like things organic. I right. like them to be natural because I'm putting out that energy. And if you're receiving it and coming my way, then there's something that's going to be there. That, that was my mindset. But um, it's it's so tricky and, and so new that I think a lot of women bring their standards down. And I think a lot of women, after a couple of dates, they get discouraged because then they're realizing, oh, well, these guys are, you know, in their 40s or 50s or 60s, and they have a couple ex-wives, they got these kids that maybe have some some drug issues or, you know, they're trying to help with a custody battle with their grandchildren. There's just so many scenarios, and it's real life. I'm not downplaying anyone's right. struggles. That's, that's life. That's just how it is. So you have to weigh everything. Oh, do I really want to be a part of that? Yeah. Do I really want to be that rock for that person that they can lean on? Mm-hmm. Do I have that in me to give to this person I kind of just met to create and build a life together. So all of that is weighed. And if you're a parent as well, like I am raising a child still, you have to take that child into consideration and how they're going to be affected by this completely new person's life and their struggles. So it's, 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 a, little, it's a little different. Yeah. I just think those are circumstances. Mm-hmm. It's not, it doesn't define a person. Like you said, these are things that happen. You know, it, they could be going through that today. And you can be going through that tomorrow right. because we don't know. These are circumstances where you can't control any of that. But then you ask yourself, is this person really who I want to be with? You know, like, can I see myself with this person you know, for the rest of my life, I'll, you know, ask yourself that sincerely, you know, how does that person make you feel? You know, like I, and I tell Brian this, I still get butterflies, you know, to this day when I hear his voice or when Aww. he calls me for, from lunch or every morning we, every morning we text, good morning, babe, or he'll welcome me into today, you know, and we weren't in the best circumstances, even when we met our you know, when we first met, we had our own hiccups, but that didn't define, you know, like our love or our friendship or what we liked. Those were just circumstances. And I think throughout life, you're going to navigate through that. Like you said, we went through our twenties, we went through our thirties. Now we're entering our forties. Right. But I think you guys, you guys have a solid foundation. 
Like honestly, you know, just yeah, from knowing you guys, getting... knowing your your routine and your mindset is really, you know, on synchronized. Point. Yeah, it, it is, and you, you, I don't, you, you guys, you guys do have it. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. we we all know we all have issues and problems, but you guys know how to navigate through them. Yeah, yeah. It took both of us to get down on our knees and dig in the dirt, right, and, and yeah. really create that solid foundation. You right. know, it, it it it's not easy, even to this to this day. You know, we, we go through ups and downs, you know, but it's how we approach things in life and, mm-hmm. and how we listen to each other and how we just agree to disagree or you know, figure things out. No, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's very rare because a lot of couples, they, they don't fight for each other because for whatever reason, you know, um, but they don't have that solid foundation. They're not on the same page. They don't have the same mindset. And, you know, a lot of couples, they just grow differently, you know, um, yeah, that's a big thing too. Yeah, that, Gro- that was, growing at different speeds. Yeah, because we because we're all different, right? We all receive and deliver things differently. And as a couple, if you're not if you're not growing together, it, it is kind of impossible because if one person's way up here, another person down here, like there's such this huge gap. Yeah, and it's like how do you how do you um, shrink that gap? Yeah, I mean, to me, is if I'm if I'm if I'm climbing, I look back and I grab him. That's that's my number one thing is how can I do this with Brian? Mm-hmm. Because again, I made that decision. This was the decision that I made to share my life with this person. So, I am changing every single day. You know, again, I've I've had to navigate through through certain things in my life, but I've always asked myself how can we grow? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just how can I grow? as an individual, because if that's my mindset, then I should divorce. And I always say, well, if that's what you want to be, then be by yourself. Right. But if you want to work through this together and you want to grow together, then we're on the right path. Right. You know, and that's sometimes hard for, for, for people to think about is the other person, you know, like I think of, of him, my kids, and then me. And then, yeah, I should be thinking about myself, but I can navigate through that in other ways. Right. right? They go to school. The kids go to school. He goes to work. Then it's my time. You know, it's funny. Um, the other day, um, I was talking to my son and um, him and his best friend. They're like they're in their 20s, right? Mid 20s. And um, every year they spend New Year's Eve together. Like they're best friends. Like he goes to their family's house. And um, this year, and Nikki, you was on the phone with me when I was talking to oh, my son. Yeah. And I was kind of giving my son some advice, you know. And I was talking to his friend as well. And um, I told him, I said, you know what? You guys have been, been friends since you guys were babies. And you guys have a yearly tradition. I said, don't let small bullshit, petty disagreements, you know, get in the way with that. And so uh, his friend had asked me, he was like, well, how do you do that? And I said, well, think about what's more important, mm-hmm. that small argument you having or your friendship, right? Yeah. And it, it, I'm saying it's crazy because the other day, um, Nikki and I, we had our first mishap. Um, um, and I had to, I reflected on that. I said to myself, what's more important? Right. Because she, she has added a lot of value to my life. And I've been in such a great space ever since I met her. And um, even afterwards, after the little mishap, me and her, like, and it's crazy because we, we're older now and we know what we want. 
we, we, it wasn't even an argument. It was just a little mishap. And at the end of the day, we sat in her driveway and we had a conversation. We didn't argue. We weren't yelling at each other. We just had very a calm, health, conversation. very conversation. Yeah. And I felt so good about it afterwards. Like, and I think that's, that's one of the things that um, is great about us being in long-term relationships is that we know how to now communicate better. Mm-hmm. Again, going back to communication, yeah. going back to listening. I listen to her. And we are new. Yeah. And we have to learn mm-hmm. each other, right? Mm-hmm. We have to, and part about learning and communicating is listening. And I know you brought that up and you have something that you want to share with us about listening. Because that's a huge part of communication. It's not just talking. It is listening, listening to the other person, trying to get, you know, understand their perspective. Because, again, like I always say, we always receive and deliver things differently, right? So maybe she's de- receiving something from me that's different than what I'm trying to deliver to her. She's just seeing it mm-hmm. from a different perspective. And I have to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, regardless if I agree with it or not, I still have to listen to it and respect it. You know, and that's, that's what makes a great relationship. And once I now now that I understand it, like like we're great. Like I understood her her point of view that night, you know, during our little mishap. I understand it, and I understood your point of view as right. well after we um, concluded our conversation. Mm-hmm. So we, I looked at it from um, your perspective, my perspective, and I think um, you know it was just one of those learning curves we got thrown. Right. Well, I mean, life is always going to throw obstacles in your way. And that's what they're there for. Cause it right. makes us better. And, and I feel like it made us stronger. And emotions yeah, were in right. check, I think. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They oh, were yeah. definitely yeah. In, in check. Yeah. Which which was a, a little... Not... No. So, <laughs> I don't want to talk too much about myself. No, no you I'm don't. A, no, you don't. a private person. Yeah. So, I, I, I do have a slight temper once in a while and i was she feisty um, <laughs> i love that spicy, i'm a wee though. feisty i can't she's a, all those nationalities she's an island that, girl she's feisty yeah <laughs> i'll blame it on that <laughs> but um so i'm so in tune with mike's energy that i felt his um his calmness and his love for me in, in, in all of that chaos, chaos and, and all of the, that heightened emotion, emotion, I tuned into that and it calmed me down. It calmed me down quick. And, and I put myself in check real quick. And that, that was something new for me because I, I haven't really experienced that with um, any other man which helps me a lot just because of my personality. I need the balance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so, I think you also know what you want. I do know, know what I want. Um, every relationship is different. Mm-hmm. Every human is different. And so even though I know what I want, the approach is different mm-hmm. just because the other human being is right, different. Yeah. You have to approach it differently, obviously. And then it takes it takes a lot of time also to figure out if if they're real, if what they're telling me is true, if if the lifestyle they're they're presenting is accurate, because um, I think there there's three different ways. Uh, th- I, I don't know, three different views. There's 
how we look at ourselves, how someone else looks at us, and then our true self. Right. Mm. I'm just just winging it there, I, but I think I heard that no, somewhere. That, and that's accurate. So, um, in my experience, it's it's it takes a lot of time to really get down to who a person truly is, and if that um, future they're offering you is something attainable. And then you got to be honest with yourself if you want to give up that your time and your money trying to build something with this new person. And so um, when we have little incidences like those, it's a make or break it. And that, that we made it for that mm. one, and it just made us a lot stronger, a lot stronger. Well, we're, we're building our foundation right now. Right. And, and I'm happy with the progress. And, and just to touch on what you what you just said, what you said about the three views is actually accurate. And I learned that, like, a few years ago um, from Will Smith. Well, I remember him doing an interview, and he said the reason why him and his family had was, like, so disoriented for a while there is because he said – we all have this image and picture in our head what we want to be. Going back to what I say, you got to accept life for what it is and people for what it is, not what you want it to be. Yep. But we all have this painting that we have of our lives, even our, even ourselves, right, that we paint in our heads, but mm-hmm. it's not our truth. And once you get past that, you know, because I think it was a daughter, Willow, that was like he was doing a bunch of stuff and he was telling people about his family and all that. And Willow was like, Dad, like that's not us. And that that was an eye opener mm-hmm. for him. He had to really look at it like, wow, I really was painting this beautiful picture yeah. of our family, yeah. and it wasn't us. And his daughter is the one that checked him on it. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. true. Like, so he had to start, you know, reshaping and repainting that picture and really try, you know, finding his truth. And when I heard that story, when he did that interview, I started looking at my life and I was like, oh, wow. Because I, at one point, had a picture of my life and it wasn't the truth, it was yeah. just something in my head. Yeah, expectation and reality are two different things, yeah. right? Yeah, like just the other day, well, we were at the lavender. <laughs> you know, we kind of got a little bit separated, and Brian ended up um, going one way with my daughter, and I was waiting literally at the end of of the path that we were on with my son and, and my dog, and we were just very patiently waiting and waiting, and, and they're like, oh, well, where, where are you guys? And we're at this place, and I guess they went the other way. But my daughter was the one that, <laughs> that called and was like, where are you guys? Daddy's very angry, right? And then <laughs> they finally found, and we're like, oh, I'm over here. And he was very upset. And then I said, oh, hell no. I said, we are. this is too jolly for you to even be in that element, you know? <laughs> Those are the words. But it was so quick, right, how Melody was the one that checked you. Yeah, and and it's good. Like, like you mentioned, uh, it's important to have that balance because mm-hmm. if they would have just rode the, the wave of my vibe, we could have went downhill and we could have ruined the right, whole right. evening. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. they just uh, they just saw the, the the funniness in it, I guess, mm-hmm. and so it kind of softened me up. Like, hey, that's right. Why am I even being mad over here? Right, right. <clears throat> you know, things things happen. I mean, even the other day, or you know, like a few weeks back, we were driving and <laughs> I was in the conversation with with one of our um, with a friend, Yvonne, and I literally almost ran into a car. <laughs> 
I think the grace of God held me back because he was like tripping. What are you doing? And then I just started laughing. And I said, well, at least we didn't crash, you know, but we could have sat there and argued, you know, because the anger and everything was there. But, you know, like Yvonne was on the other end and she was like, yeah, man, we just like, we're just going to laugh it out. And we were just laughing. And then <laughs> he started laughing. But, you know, going back to that, it's yeah, you have to shift, shift, yeah. you know, and check those emotions because if not, they're going to go downhill. Real fast. Real You're fast. always going to have emotions. We're, I mean, we're human beings. We're made yeah. off of it, right? How, are, mm-hmm. how do we know what we love? How do we know what we don't like? You know, when we're sad. We're, but how do we regulate that? You know, and I think with listening, sometimes we don't, you know, even if someone's having a bad day and you're having a bad day, oh, everything that's coming out of, you know, you're just, no, just stop, savor, listen to what that that person's saying. That's where the gratefulness comes in. Like, you know, when people say you got to be grateful for the small things, what you do have, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, even like I said, with my son, you know, we had had our mishap. I, the, the advice, I, and it's hard for us to take our own advice. I know mm-hmm. for me, I don't take my own advice for nothing. But for that that day, I literally, because it was just fresh that I had just told my son and his friend, I was like, what's more important here? Like me being sitting here angry, being mad, or mm-hmm. me being understanding of what she was doing, right? Yeah. And, and I, I had to check myself. Mm-hmm. And so you, you have to, you have to, you know, sometimes just take a pause and just kind of reflect on what's going on. Because sometimes when you're in the heat of the moment, things are going on, and it's going so fast, right? And it, w- it wasn't just me and her. It was like our friends was there. It was a big commotion, mm-hmm. and, like, we just got caught in the middle of it. Um, but sometimes you have to literally stop and take a step back. I know it's hard, but, I mean, pra- you got to practice it. And I think for me it was easy for me because I've been on my mindset training for years. So it's easy for me to just stop and pause and be like, okay, and just really kind of reflect, kind of look at every, everything as a whole. Like, I always take a step back and like, okay, you got you to gotta take yourself out of that element, mm-hmm. out of that uh, tornado. Like, you got to take yourself yeah. out of it. Yeah. And don't beat yourself up either if, if, you, if you had a slip, right? Mm-hmm. Because emotions oh. are real. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not giving it another thought. No, I mean, no. I mean, just in general, sometimes we'll, we'll be really hard on ourselves, you know, because our emotions got the best of us. But if you're able to come back with your significant other and say, you know what? I was wrong. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the biggest thing, right? Admitting admitting. you were wrong and saying you're sorry. Oof. Yeah. That's like accountability is is, accountability. It's it's, it's very important. It is powerful too. It is. Mm empowering yeah what i realized then through experience that uh mishaps are usually opportunities for growth mm-hmm. you know yeah they are definitely yeah we've had the best times after some fights <laughs> <laughs> oh i hear what you're saying girl <laughs> and it's it but it's true because it opens uh just just another perspective of of love like damn I was just so angry just a minute ago, but now it's like, man, it really reassured me of the reason why I love this person so much. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and we we would even cry and or me cry and be angry and then look back and be like, man, I love him so much for being who he is and never breaking me down. 
you know, like, and just being able to hear me out, even through my madness, you know, whatever I was going through or feeling, but that's just what I was feeling, you know, like, and holding accountability to my emotions, to my point of view, to my perspective, where all we probably needed to do was talk, right. you know? No, and, and you know, too, and, you know, and I want to say this before it slips my mind, man, because I want to give Brian a big, big props, because as men, it's hard for us to communicate. Mm-hmm. And I know um, in a couple of weeks we're going to be doing like an all-men episode, and we're going to talk about that. But it really is as men, because we was born to be hard and to just like brush things off. Like for men, it's easy for us to like, if one thing happens, the next second it's brushed off, and it's like, hey, babe, you know what I'm saying? Like it's gone. It's so easy for us to do that, right? But at the same time, we have to, again, be great listeners. Now we have to take a moment to listen, Mm -hmm. because I know women – um, I'm gonna say that while getting in trouble, <laughs> they 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 hold on to things, and because they I don't yeah. know if it's if you guys are still processing it or what, that, but that emotion are, is not easily gone like right, for us we, men. Yeah, like for men, it's gone in five seconds, but for you guys, it's it takes longer. Right. I don't I don't mean I don't know why. It but is the processing. That's we process it different than right. men do. Our brains. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say I think we're also um, it's the entitlement. For as I think as women, we feel that our emotions um, matter more than, than men because we do see men as more resilient, but that's false because he hurts the same way I hurt. Right. You know, he cries the same way I cry. He might be confused the same way I'm confused, but a lot of relationships sometimes or even women don't see it that way. Right. He should be strong. Right. What does he know? What do we know? Suck it up. I, you, I was told by that by a girl one time. Like right. I was, I was getting emotional. She was like, "Suck that shit up. What the fuck are you crying for?" Like, no. You know what I mean? like I was, I was like, "Excuse me." Yeah. No. Sometimes I'll tell Brian, "No, like, you know, like, um, explain what it is that you're feeling, so I can better understand you. You know, be connected with that. Be present right. with someone." Exactly. You know what I mean? And and not just because he's a man or he grew up in, you know, in the, out in the streets or he used to run, do all this. He doesn't feel right. That's 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 just bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the best word to say it, you know, and I think for our men as women, we got to hold them down. You know, like we really have to corner them. Yeah, not not so much that, but take a little bit load off their off their backs, off their shoulders, you know, like not be so hard on them as well. You know, be more understanding, be more empathetic, you know, like and, and, and I think that that's big for our men, you know, especially right now. It's it we're we're in in, in hard times, you know, like and, and I think now our men are learning to be a little bit more connected with their emotions and their feelings. Mm-hmm. It's important because I used to get frustrated at Diana for not being able to turn off her emotions and not being able to just bounce back like how men are used to, you know. And uh, so she used to uh, be down on herself, and I was like, just suck it up. Just It's it's easy. To, to us, right. it's that easy. Yeah. But I, I came to realize that I have to figure out a way to try to empower her emotionally right. and be supportive over her without the flip of the switch you know right, i have right. to uh, sit and listen and hear what her needs are and address them uh, no, at that time yeah absolutely 
You know, like he says, it's okay to feel what you're feeling, but it's not okay to live in them. Right. You know, because they're yeah. not forever. Right. Right. You can't can't drag it on day after day after day. You have to learn to resolve it, let it go, so you can be present with your family and and be there right. for your husband. And you know, even in sometimes like um, like like uh, yesterday, right? Yesterday, I had, I had a I had a bad day yesterday. Oh, yes. yeah, I had a bad morning yesterday. yesterday. And what, what was great about uh, Nikki is that she's always been a big supporter of her mind from day one. And um, like she rubs my back, you know, rubs my shoulder. She's always asking how I'm doing. Like she's she's a huge supporter. But even like yesterday, you know, I had a bad morning, and just her present, her energy. Like she didn't even have to say nothing. Like yesterday, we had a meeting. She came to the meeting. And, you know, um, just by her presence and just being with me throughout the whole day made such a big difference yeah. because she was there. Right. And I, yeah. sometimes people don't have to say nothing. It's their energy, right? Like their energy, like I said, her, it was her, and like I said, it's all about vibrational energy. Her energy, she didn't have to say a word. Just her being there, I knew she had my back. All right. It's support. Yeah. We're meant to be with each other. We're not meant to be alone. Right. You know, like, that's what humanity is. Mm-hmm. We're meant to be together. We're meant to be connected. We're, friendships are, are everything. Communication is key. Listening, being present. You know, like, these are, these are life skills that are very simple. You know, they really, really sincerely are. And it's not just with, with you know, like, um, you know, relationships as far as, you know, like spouse or significant other, that's relationships all across the board mm-hmm. with friends, with family, with coworkers, with people that you run across the street, you know, that you run into at the store. Mm-hmm. You know, like we see our society right now that's hurting so much because we were taken away from that. Right. You know, like we're meant to be in in relationships. We really are. We're not meant to be alone. You know, what? and that's why I hate when I hear People are talking about, oh, I'm, I'm good by myself. I, I just want to be, I don't want to be, I, you know, I know somebody that said they don't even want to be near any human. And I'm like, there's 8 billion people in this world. Mm-hmm. Like, you were, you was not brought on this earth to be by yourself. And they're not. A lot of the times they got a pet. Yeah. What do you think that is? Right. That's called a relationship, my friend. Yep. You know, like, we try to mask the fact yeah. that maybe you were hurt. But let's talk about it. Yeah, let's that process it, that's that. That's what it is. It's, they, it's pain, it's right? Pain. It's it is a lot pain. Of pain. And they think by being by themselves, through. they they're gonna they're mad. Like you said, masking right. it. They think by being by themselves, it's hurting. It's gonna help. But you know what? I know a lot of old bitter people mm-hmm. because that's what they did. Right. right. And now they're old. They're bitter. Yes. Angry. And it's like I, I actually told a friend of mine. I said, "You're gonna be that person." Because you don't like people and you're masking your feelings. You don't want to talk about it. You don't want to go to therapy. You're going to be that person. Because yeah. it, it was an old lady that we knew. And I said, you're going to be like her. She's old, grumpy, and just always yelling at people. It's like, who the fuck going to live like that? Right. Like, but there was something that happened. Right. You know, like there was some, some, some pain, some hurt. But sometimes it's okay to feel that. Yeah. Because it's teaching you something that you don't want. But if you stay stuck... In that emotion, yeah. when are you ever going to grow? You're not even giving uh, yeah. yourself a chance. There's no way to live. I mean, you're you're just existing at that point. You're not living. Ex- yeah, oh my not, god! You're not supposed to. You're supposed yeah. to live, not just exist. That part. Yeah. And it's their choice, you know. It is, and everybody, everybody's got a choice. And we have 100%. to be careful not to get sucked mm-hmm. into those um, types of people's lives. 
Right. Especially if it's family members or really right. close friends and you're trying to just help them and stay positive and be there for them. But if they're always going to be a Debbie Downer and um, you feel worse leaving their home than when you got there, mm-hmm. then that's a sign that it's not it's not good for you. It's not healthy. And, and it goes back to what we were talking about earlier about how we can't we're not responsible for anybody's happiness. I tell my kids this. I'm not responsible for your happiness. I'm responsible. <laughs> I mean, both my kids are over 18, but when they was younger, I used to say, I'm responsible for food on the table and clothes on your back and a roof over your head. I said, I'm not responsible for your happiness. <laughs> like, for real, I was honest with them. That's the truth. I'm not. And I used to tell them, like, their life is their life. Whatever they want to do, I said. And I told my, my kids, that I said, and this was like maybe seven, eight years ago when they was younger. I said, the decisions you are making today is what's going to shape you for later. So be careful about the decisions you make. I said, because I'm not going to tell you what to do. This is your life. Right. You know? But I think we also have to project, you know, like, and be examples. Well, yeah, absolutely. Right. You know, like, and I I say that a lot. You know, like, what we put out is what they're learning. Mm -hmm. You know, like, they they learn what it is to be happy at home. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like, of course, you're not always going to make them happy. But if you're projecting that, then they're learning how. Right. right? right. You know, so that's that's another thing that that is something that we as parents have to um, know how to navigate through those emotions, because then they're learning how to be angry, how to be upset, you know, or they can learn how to be loving, how to be kind, how to be caring. We are the we are their first teachers. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, absolutely. Uh, we're, we're, it's, it's the we system. Yes. We're, we're, we're oh, teaching yes. them. But that's, why, that, but that's my point, like, because as a certain age, once you become a certain, you know, age and adult, you have to become the I system. You're your own. Like I said, everybody was born on a different path, has different gifts, right? Regardless if they're our children or not, they still have their own path to live. They're, they can't walk my path. Even though I'm their father, they can't walk my path. So, yeah, I'm giving them the tools. I'm teaching them all this stuff. But once they become the I system, they have to be out there and be on their own. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why accountability is very important. Right. right. <clears throat> Kids need to be taught this because with lack of accountability, that's going to probably lead them to pointing fingers. Right. And looking at other people as a yeah. problem instead of looking at themselves. Mm-hmm. And probably in turn lead to into that isolation stage where everybody's the problem but not them. Right. Yeah, that's funny because I was looking at my little uh, crusher goals and we're talking about generation, right? It says, go and make interesting mistakes, make amazing mistakes, make glorious and fantastic mistakes, break rules, leave the world more interesting for your being here. And it's funny how you were just saying that. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's what Mike's talking about. But it's so true. Yeah. No, it's I'm a little smart. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Were you reading these cards? No, no just actually. Joking. But you know what? I like the um, the thing you gave Nikki yesterday. Um, oh yeah, the, the booklet. The booklet you gave her. The oh, flip questions. Book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because after we left here yesterday, we was in the car going um, home, and um, she started asking me all these questions. It was actually a pretty dope. I guess it's the game, or so. What it is is actually helping you build your psychological safety. Yeah. 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 
So, and, and even in relationships, you have to, um, you have to know how to create those, those boundaries, right. Mm -hmm. And build your psychological safety. I mean, we were at dinner with, um, you know, a family member of ours and, um, he's in a, in a new relationship and, you know, something happened with, with his daughter and, um, you know, um, the, the new girlfriend. And what I said to her was like, that's so cute. Although what, what, you know, it wasn't, and it was, um, but I, I, I did tell her, I said, you know what she's doing is she's building her psychological safety at a very early age, you know, coming into now a new, um, you know, parent figure in their lives, although it's not her mother, but you know, this person is now in their lives. Um, so even as adults, we, we don't know how to build those psychological safeties. And that's why it was very interesting for you guys because you guys are a new relationship and yeah. you guys are growing with that. But I think that that's a big foundation in relationships is building your psychological safety. You know, like even with us. And it's funny because when you read memes, it's in a relationship. It's like, oh, I don't feel good with marriage. It's like, dude, I've been in the restroom all day. <laughs> you know what I mean? More details. Exactly. Like, oh, it was horrible. But our psychological safety, it's its our foundation. Right. You know, like we really do feel safe with each other. Even when the world is, is ugly and cruel, I know that I can come home and just, you know, like just bury myself in his arms. And I know I'm safe. Right. Yeah, that's an important thing for a, a relationship and um, companionship is for your significant other to to be there to reassure you when you need it. Like uh, as men, sometimes uh, people think that we all got it and we're tough and here and there, but it feels good to have somebody pat us on the back, like it's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, so we uh, unknowingly look for that. We we look for that. Yeah, well, we're human beings. We're we're meant to be with each other, to support each other, and I think that that's why it's it's um, we should be talking about this with our with our couples, with our significant others, even with our friends. You know, like it feels good when our friends pat us on the back, but it feels phenomenal when you know that one person that you love the most does that for you. No, you know it's crazy. Cause yesterday after our meeting, um, Nikki and I was talking in the car and. Um, because of our meeting, we had such a great meeting yesterday. Yeah, and that was shout really out, good. shout out to Lisa um, because she helped us. And you know, this, this podcast is only going to get better and better. And, and we have a, a clear vision now of what we what we want to accomplish in 2023. And so yesterday in the car when we left here, I was telling her, I said, "Wow, like I'm so nervous, like I'm scared, right?" And you know how they say when um, your dreams should scare you. Yeah. Well, when I first started this podcast, I, I wasn't scared or nervous, even though I had a big vision for what I wanted to do. But now that it's um, coming into um, reality, it scared me yesterday. Like it, and but she was such a big supporter, telling me, you know, giving me the pat on the back, saying, "Oh, babe, you got this. You've been doing this for yeah, so I was long." Like massaging, yeah, she was massaging his my shoulders and his driving. neck. Like I almost got emotional. Like I, it really scared me leaving that meeting because I, and it was a good scare. Like because I knew, I, I clearly saw the vision now, and I clearly know what we're gonna do next year, and, and we're, it's gonna be so huge. Yeah, right. But it did scare me, and I got nervous because. All the years that I've been in entertainment, like, you know, my uh, big brother mentor, Claude, he's always been the head of the table leading us because he had been doing it for years, right? So I've always kind of like riding his coattail, so to speak. And, you know, he always took the lead. So it wasn't nothing for me, you know what I mean? But now that 
this is like I I kind of created this, and now it's it's, it's like all kind of like all me, even though like I you know I got you and you know all, all three of you guys, uh, but yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, like, it does. And like it, it was kind of like my vision, so I was like it kind of scared me. Like shit, if it fails, like it's all on me. And I told you that's all normal, babe. It's normal to yeah. feel those emotions, and it's okay to feel those emotions and process through them. And you know, we're supporting you, and you're not alone. Mm-hmm. And just words of encouragement mm-hmm. to get you through that moment. But yeah, it's going to be really exciting. I'm really happy for you guys. Yeah, I just, just want to say this: <clears throat> What's more scarier, a world with this content or a world without content like this? Oh right, you know I, I feel like uh, oh, that's this good, world Brian. really needs right. this. Yeah, it really does. We're putting yeah. that on a T-shirt. <laughs> oh, serious. Yeah, you know, there's, there's so much negativity in the world nowadays. Right. You know, it's it's good to be the minority. Yeah, it's so. not only that, but we are so vulnerable here right now, and people think that that's weakness, but in reality, it's it's strength. And mm-hmm. I've I've said that a lot, and I'll never get tired of saying it. Right. Um, you know, I actually mentioned this to, to another gal over um, a few days ago when she was like, yeah, you know, uh, I've heard about the podcast and and I know that I, I she has her organization. But I told her, how do you know that there's not other people that have the same concern, right. have the same fear, have, you know, like or going through what you're going through? But the fact that you're willing to, you know, hop on the mic and just tell your truth. That's true strength. Right. Because no one could tell you what your truth is not your truth. Yeah. That's what it is. And and for some people for some people it, it's almost even mind blowing. Mm-hmm. You know, like what we go through and, you know, shout out to my friend Momo too. She sent me a message and she goes, you know, I chose to listen to you guys and I love what you guys been doing since day one. But, you know, that really touched my heart because that's my truth. Mm-hmm. And no one will ever take this from me. But it was scary just being here. Oh, I bet. You know, and, yeah. and letting the world into into my mind. You know, and, and the fact that you've chose me, Mike, to be on here with you and to, you know, channel this 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 journey that we're on. But what's dope about it is that we're raw. You know, we're raw and we're we're real and we're pure. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes us unique. That's what makes us one life because that's all we have to live you know and we don't if we don't take advantage of this now i mean how many other people like you always say always say we're gonna do a podcast we're gonna do this but don't do it you know and not only that but we're here telling our truth you know no one could tell us otherwise because it's our truth but you know, I, I want to thank you because I know we we are about to run out of time, but uh, and it's the end of the year. But I, I definitely want to thank you, Diane, and I want to thank you know Brian, you as well for uh, you know um, you guys, um, you know supporting this uh, because at first when we when uh, the other Diane and I interviewed you, and she kind of like put it out there saying, "Hey, you should be the next host" because it was her last show, and that's crazy how things yeah. work out, right? <laughs> it was her last show, and our last interview was with you. And uh, and at first, you know, in my mind, because um, I was talking to somebody else about um, how I was going to move forward with the show. And in my mind, I was just like, well, I'm just going to do like guest co-hosts. Right. So that's in the first couple of shows. That's what you know you came on to do. But in those first couple of shows, um, I saw the value in what you bring into the table. 
And I was like, there's no way she can just be a guest co-host. Like she has to be like my, my vision opened up on those first two shows and what you bring with the AV will be in coalition. I was like, wow, this thing can be so much huger than mm-hmm. what I even imagined. So Aww. thank you for, you know, for being <laughs> a part of it. Um, uh, thank you. No, honestly, this, this has really given me a, a, a purpose. You know, um, I was looking to see where I fit, you know, and I, I, I wasn't finding my niche. Mm-hmm. But once I put these these headphones on and I sit in front of this mic, I'm reassured of of my purpose, and that's just giving my truth, right. you know. And and I guess that's that's my gift, you know. My character strength is love, and and I can't wait to just you know give give you guys my all in 2023. 23. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Yay. <laughs> well, we are definitely out here. Uh, thank yes. you, Brian, for oh, again joining us. Um, it's always been great to have you on the show. Um, thank you, Nico. Oh, you're welcome, you. babe. You're <laughs> welcome. You know her. You know what her last name is, y'all. <laughs> wine. Yeah. I get. I get a taste of wine every night. Hey. I get the best wine every night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. You did amazing. This is Nikki's first time. I know she was nervous. First she, time, yes. But you Thank did Thank you, you guys. Did great. You guys made me feel a whole lot at ease Aww. and more comfortable. Yeah, I had a hard I time. I want to do more of these thing. because, again, you know, even though we talk a lot about, you know, mental health and, you know, everything under that umbrella, um, relationships is under that umbrella as well. Yes, sir. And I want to have more of these conversations, more of us, you know, as a panel, as for, because I think we have a lot to offer. I think. A lot of our experiences, you know, definitely is going to help people. Yeah, no, for sure. No, cheers to the new year. Absolutely, cheers yeah. to the new My Gotti boy. <laughs> That's your Gotti boy. Yeah, he is. That's my mobster. Oh, yeah. It's funny because over the the Christmas holiday, I kept telling them, "You're a naughty boy." <laughs> hey. I That's why his throat is hurt now. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of the relationship, y'all. Hey, keep it yeah. spicy, keep it fun. There you go. <laughs> hey, well, happy New Year's to happy everybody. Year. Happy happy New Year. Wishing everybody um, blessings. Yes. Be blessed. Not be stress. Well. Be well. Yes, be well. Be grateful. Yeah. And, and, we out. Yeah. and if you're struggling, remember, struggle well. Struggle well. Exactly. Yes. That's it. <laughs> We're out. Yay.